The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? What could one give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this faithless and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. He also said to them, Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God has come in power. The Gospel of the Lord. There's a question we can ask ourselves today. Who do I want to be known by? What I mean by this is, in this first reading in Genesis, we, we hear the, the famous city of Babel, the Tower of Babel, where they're working together to try to do this thing, and then they get all scattered, and everything just goes to hell in a handbasket. Who do they want to be known by? What did they want to be known by? This, this great accomplishment, they built this tower to heaven. Who cares after they die? But who do I want to be known by? Do I want to be known by this, this legacy, this, this thing where like for generations they're talking about me? Like, are we seeking fame for the, the sake of fame? Or are we seeking God's glory? For the benefit of others. And, and that's something I struggled with as, as a young priest. I'm like, man, I just I want to be known. I want people to remember my name. I think we all want that as parents. And then once you have a child, you realize nothing else really matters. As long as they know me. As long as they know that they are loved. And as a priest, that's the same thing. Who do I want to be known by? I want to I want people to know my love of the Lord, I don't really care if they remember me, as long as they remember a priest who loved them. So there's this importance for us in answering this question that we surrender our ego, that we allow our ego to actually be diminished. So when Jesus talks about this today, he says, deny yourself. He's not saying hurt yourself. He's not saying diminish yourself. He's saying the things that you want to be known for, the famous stuff that, that you seem to care about, that's what we must surrender. Because it's not important about being known in the world as much as it is important to be known by me. So I have to surrender my ego. It's not about me. It's about him. John the Baptist says it so beautifully when he says, help me to decrease so you can increase. There's a, a great line early on in the movie of Top Gun, when the captain of the boat says to Maverick, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. He was so, he thought so highly of himself. He thought so, he was so proud of his worldly accomplishments, but it was going to literally get him and his wingman killed. Do we surrender our ego? Do we allow our ego to be diminished so that what 
we end up doing in our life can be paid for. It's funny, too, because in the surrender of our ego, we allow God to make something of us. We allow God to have the space to mold and create and mend. So when we think about this in our prayer, in response to this tower that we hear about in this, this somewhat challenging proposition Jesus offers to us or tells us, if we wish to come after him, we must deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. We surrender our ego. We allow ourselves to be known by him, not our, our earthly accomplishments, so that he can make something of us, so that we are his value added for others.